0: News from the Krabby Coffee Shop is brought to you by AimHighConstructionMN.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your hosts, Don McClain. From Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. I'm not that
1: crabby today. Uh, I was caught off guard, forgot that uh, we were doing this show. I forgot not only yesterday, but then I forgot all over again and was reminded this morning um, by a tweet from, um, who did I get the tweet from? Oh, God, that's where my brain's at. I have no memory. Let's just continue what we were just talking about off the air before Ross uh, barged in here and said, Guys, you got to do a show. Uh, And we were talking about the two stories in today's Variety section on the Star Tribune, um, yesterday's trash, about um, a treasure trove of unissued material, which is about to be released about the mats. And we were just segueing in to talking about a jagger who's coming to town. (laughs) uh with obviously his little band and uh Reim schneider does a piece uh about where jagger should visit which bars now i guess mick on when they've been on tour has been sneaking into what uh everybody likes to call dive bars uh, but a lot of us just call them regular bar bars it's just a bar and did you see this list you guys yeah i did palmer's <laughs> Don, have you had the opportunity to go to Palmer's yet on Cedar no. Avenue, Riverside? No,
0: I haven't been there.
1: Um, don't.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Don't. I'll <laughs> we'll put yeah. that on
0: my no-no list. <laughs>
1: that's uh, no longer a. Uh, yeah, that's a tough neighborhood these days. Oh, okay. Uh, the Bob Dylan mural. Where the hell is this? I've never seen a Bob. Oh, it's Fifth and it's, Hennepin. Yeah, it's
2: downtown. You you've it, seen it,
1: haven't I, you? I don't I'm know. Sure you, I'm sure you've driven by it. <laughs> Number three on the list, the Dakota. The Dakota is not a dive bar. It's not a old, cool, yeah. classy jazz joint that's just absolutely wonderful. Yeah. It's a great place to see any sort of band, especially a jazz band. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dance Land Ballroom. Where the, oh, Sight. I have no idea. I've never heard that's, of this.
2: That's where they allegedly got the uh, lyric for uh, from, what's his name, Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh,
1: you know, oh, right. you can't always uh, get what you want. Oh, right. But story that's,
2: the pro, story that's probably not true, but
1: that Mr. everybody Jimmy. keeps going back yeah, to. Yeah, the song about Mr. Jimmy. Uh, the Minneapolis Sculpture Garden, what does that have to do with anything dive bar? Come on, uh, Ryman Schneider, let's go here. Uh-oh. Mickey's Diner. <laughs> uh, b- by the way, I like him, so I'm just giving him good-natured grief. Great. Uh, grief. Yeah, I think he's a cool guy. Mickey's Diner, downtown St. Paul. Yeah, that's not really divey. Uh, and the George that Floyd little place Memorial. where you get
0: breakfast and have to stand inside that yeah, place a little that's train a train car? car? That's yeah, not a yeah. dive bar,
1: No, not at all. No, okay. I wouldn't consider it. Uh, and Mick knows uh, Minneapolis very, very well. I told you uh, my snob story about the replacements, or, or not, I'm sorry, uh, uh, the uh, Rolling Stones, right? that my buddy Gene had, was tasked with putting on a private party for him at a bowling alley, and he said, you should come over. And I oh. said, nah, nah, I'll, oh, skip, I'll, I'll skip that, Gene. What's, What's wrong passed, with you? I passed <laughs> up the opportunity to sit around with those guys oh at parties, and, and instead probably just you know sat at home.
0: Oh, <laughs> Lord. Twisting
1: one up. Who knows oh, what I no. was doing. Look was at the time stupid.
0: you've wasted all these years.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we segued into that conversation with a, a talk about the last uh, – before that, we were talking about the last year that the replacements were together, and we determined that was 91, right? Yeah. And they had a kickoff show, a show for their tour at the Orpheum in February, correct? February February 7th, according to a 7th. website I'm on. Well, they had scheduled a top secret show at the in the main room, uh, of New Year's Eve. I, if I remember right, it was New Year's Eve, and oh, uh, you know, just a handful of the hipsters and the cool people and all you know, snobs and insiders knew about this. And I was going to go to this show, and uh, I was up here, and I was ice fishing, and I was driving a just an awful old Honda Accord manual, you know, four or five speed, whatever the hell they were and the clutch gave out on the ice oh. and i wasn't able to get uh, home and miss that show and i've always kicked um, myself for that and for some reason i opted out of going to see them uh, on february at their their shows i think it was there two shows there john for some uh, they reason? have I the, this one is a tape uh, you know it has
2: tapes of shows and the only one they list is the seventh. so maybe they only have tapes of one of them
1: okay uh, yeah, and I didn't go to that, and then obviously I didn't go to their very last show, which was, uh, I believe, the weekend or July 4th uh, at the Petrillo Band Shell in uh, Chicago, and there's a lot of tapes of that show out uh, yeah. because I think it was broadcast live on a radio station down there. I don't remember which one, uh, but the uh, version I have of that was uh, lifted from the radio, so there's announcers in it. Anyway, that's what we were talking about off the air, and that's why I'm so unprepared for today's show. I hope you guys. I <laughs> oh hope you guys gosh. brought. Did you bring something, Don? Please tell no, me. I've you got did. a
0: couple of things. I'm sure John has a handful too. Yeah.
1: I didn't forget.
0: <laughs> oh. All right.
1: See, uh, hold on a second, Don. So yesterday we wrap up the GL podcast thing, and uh, John says to me. So, 10.30 tomorrow, Kenny, and I thought he was talking about GL. And he was so excited. Which means, okay, 10.30, that means I'm going to be done at, I'll be out the door at noon, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. And then John goes, for the crabby thing, right? And I'm like, oh. Wait
0: a minute. (laughs) There's a
1: big moan and groan on the other end of the microphone. Okay. (laughs) Broke my heart. I'm
0: so sorry. (laughs) Gosh, you get up then, early too.
1: And then, of course, this morning we're zipping through a, the Jason and Alexis show, and just sitting here minding my own business, listening to you guys talk. And uh, I get this uh, this uh, tweet from Angie. The Kenny Olson fan club president. Oh sure, uh, wishing me luck and telling me she's uh, ready for today's show. And I—that's when I remembered. Oh cripes, we have to do one again. Today. Cripes, cripes! <laughs> I really need to start uh, taking this more more seriously,
2: oh,
0: don't
1: I? Hell, uh, you know. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, okay. go ahead, Dawn.
0: Okay, um, I do have a story uh, about a guy who got pulled over. He fled on foot with something. Can you guess what that was? weed hmm. nope john? john
2: i'm thinking uh okay was it I, was it something he put up his butt
0: no oh yeah, god stopped. i hope but, not okay. oh. not just a bottle of booze or something no or, no uh-huh. this is from missouri this guy oh. named Noel <laughs> cole Noel, no Yeah. So it's like <laughs> an anagram almost. He was pulled over by the cops in Missouri on Saturday and he was uh, wanted on a felony warrant. So he knew he was in some big trouble there. So the deputy started asking him questions. He decided to make a break for it on foot. Uh, the deputy took off after him and he was able to catch up partially because Noel was carrying something in his hands
1: a pumpkin nope
0: a chocolate cream pie (laughs) um so i guess that pie appeared to be extremely important to mr cole the local sheriff said so um it was placed with his personal belongings and it's going to be kept safe until his release um oh
1: so it actually belonged to him
0: yeah it belonged to him and i do want to point out that this is from our local nbc the station that uh in in springfield so this was a springfield missouri my hometown story so um that's (laughs) unfortunate a marie Callinger's chocolate cream pie oh well
2: there you go are they (laughs) wonder
0: yeah yeah pretty good um most people would call it Calendars, but my mom says Marie Callengers, and we lived in <laughs> California. And I know the first one, the first restaurant is by the Queen Mary. So I think it's pronounced Marie Callengers. Wow. But anyway, chocolate cream pie. Got to keep that.
1: I thought for some reason that Marie Callengers was makeup. Oh. It's food.
0: No, it's food. (laughs) You can find a lot of frozen meals now that it's like expanded into that realm. Yeah. That's why we have it. Yeah. Yeah. In Uh, Minnesota. You you get
2: what you need to eat from her. (laughs)
1: Do you guys ever, do you ever buy those pre made pies where you don't even have to heat them up? You just rip open the box and have them? Oh. The roommate uh, yeah. brought one home last weekend. It took me four days to get through it. It wasn't the greatest. Oh, But it's, really? gone. But it's, it's gone. you now. ate
0: it anyway. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I almost hate to say this for reasons of ridicule, but I don't really like pie of any sort. What?
0: Mm. Oh, Yeah,
2: I don't. I, I, I'm not a sweets guy in general, and I just I just don't like pie.
1: I,
0: yeah, uh, I never you understand. You like pie? <laughs> no, we're
1: all looking at each other on cam, and I'm looking at you in your basement room where you're alone with a needle and a spoon. I don't <laughs> see the hammer and sickle flag anywhere huh? back there, John. <laughs> oh, boy. How that's- do you not like pie?
2: I just never never was a pie guy. I, I don't know. Uh,
0: and you just don't like sweets.
2: I don't. I, I, I like a chocolate chip cookie once in a while, maybe a piece of chocolate cake, and that's about it.
0: If I could I think- have it my way, I would eat it, sweets all day long and <laughs> not consume any good food.
1: <laughs> yeah, Don makes a hell of a cookie, I'm telling you right now. Oh, my mm. goodness. Yeah. Um, all right. Next. <laughs> well, uh, UCLA
2: uh, did a study recently. I don't think this will come as much as of a surprise. Americans drank more, smoked more, watched more TV, and exercised less during the COVID-19 business closures and stay-at-home orders, oh. uh, Orders, according to this new study. A study published in the Switzerland-based journal Nutrients confirmed that Americans largely settled into sedentary routines during the height of the pandemic. Dr. Li-Wi Chen, UCLA Fielding School of Public Health associate professor, said, We found that regulations to restrict non-essential activities and stay-at-home orders during the pandemic have had profoundly negative impacts on multiple lifestyle behaviors in American adults. As bad as these changes have been for all Americans, they do disproportionately impact racial and ethnic minorities, according to the study. Researchers conducted a survey of representative samples of American adults from across the country, asking them to report on lifestyle behavior. According to the survey, respondents reported a 31.2% drop in exercise time, so almost cut in one-third. Screen time increased by 60.4%. Alcohol consumption jumped by (laughs) 23.2% and smoking increased by 9%. The average consumption of fast food, strangely enough, well, not strangely, I guess it makes sense, dropped from 1.41 times a week before the pandemic to 0.96 times a week during the pandemic. The reason for that, of course, people weren't going out and some of the restaurants were closed. How'd you do, John? Did you put on any? I uh, put on a few pounds to the point where I decided a couple weeks ago uh, it was time to lose some weight. Yeah.
1: Dawn?
0: Did I put on pounds? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I sure did. I was so bored and I was just could not reconcile the fact that I couldn't go out and do things. <laughs> so spoiled <laughs> that I started taking baking classes with the great British bake off people, like Zoom oh, classes. And yeah. so I learned how to bake um and i tried everything i ate so are
1: you are you still doing those classes
0: no i'm not because i needed to lose some weight <laughs> so i put myself <laughs> and, and, back on my program
1: yeah and you did in fact and, and you lost the weight and um i'm going to reveal something to you right now Oh, um, what what you did down in disney world a couple of weeks ago john um dawn and jason and uh, Jason's husband, Colin, and Stephanie Hansen and a few other people went to Disney World for a long weekend for some, what was it, Don? Some kind of uh, food The 50th thing?
0: anniversary celebration of Disney World, and also it was Epcot's Food and Wine Festival.
1: Uh, and Dawn went down there, I'm telling John this, I'm pretending you're not actually looking at me right now. I'm, I won't, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay. Um, and she didn't partake. Really? And that, Dawn, Hmm? that kind of bugs me. Okay, well. (laughs) I can tell. Why? How can you? Where does that? uh, I don't. Why? Why?
0: Because I didn't want to gain. I had already lost uh, a bunch of weight and I didn't want to. It's like food is like drugs for me. If I start doing it, it just, you know, it's like crack. Yeah.
1: So it's like Marlboros. A couple of weeks ago, I was out of the cheap cigars, and the guy offered me a Marlboro. I said, (laughs) one Marlboro, and I'm at three packs a day. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing, Yeah,
0: I really start craving. I mean, your body has to detox from all that sugar and and things that you eat. So I did not want to break that cycle. And I actually lost four pounds on the trip because I was walking like 30,000 steps a day, 33,000 on our last day we were there. 27000 the first day. Really? Mm-hmm. So I just picked out things at Epcot. Like, I don't know if you've ever been there during the Food and Wine Festival, but they have every country has little stations outside, like where they, you know, do some type of local flair from Brazil or Australia or whatever. And right. it's a lot of, uh, there's also drinks like alcohol, special drinks and desserts. It's just crazy. So I looked at the menu in advance and I'm like, okay, I can go to Australia, Brazil, and <laughs> one other place. And I'm like, I have to wait until I get there and t- to eat and then I'll I'll get there and it'll be fine. I'll make it through this day.
1: Do you think that you have a food and eating addiction?
0: Um. Yeah. Uh, there's
1: a purpose for me bringing this up.
0: Um, addiction or disorder (laughs) yeah yeah. I I guess it would be a disorder I have I have in the past yeah I've had a eating disorder
1: this to me has got to be the worst because when you quit drinking you you no longer and you're successful at it you you no longer drink right yeah it's just not that
0: too but that didn't bother me that was easy but yeah
1: you can go without drinking yeah. you can't go without food you have to eat no.
0: i have to so eat. every is yeah. every
1: bite you take uh, a temptation <laughs> to go off the
0: rails no because once you get into the mode of just eating healthy i i can stay on the right path yeah
2: the part of that i think too and this relates back to the covid story uh habits with eating and drinking because during the uh covid thing it became a habit for me to just go grab a beer at three in the afternoon yeah and it i didn't it wasn't that i needed the beer or craved the beer it was just "Ah, it's three o'clock i better go grab a
1: beer sure don you should hear these bleeping drunks that i work with on the (laughs) podcast every day and this has never made it onto the air but every day is the question did you make it last night did Did you make make it it? and are you going to make it yeah
0: oh wow and well, Joe's answer is like always, "Yeah, exactly." It's your an, AA group.
1: Yes, exactly. But it's failed AA uh, because <laughs> every <laughs> every day, day Suit says, "Well, by my standards, I did." It's like, well, what the hell does that yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. His theory is, if you have two or three
2: beers, you made it. Which you know, well, great. <laughs> I I make it almost all the time then. <laughs>
1: The hell oh. and so reaver's standards is if he has less than 12 beers he <laughs> made it he's good That's to go oh my uh, and gosh. I, and my, my both my doctor and my therapist a long time ago said well you're an alcoholic and this was after i had quit drinking with no issues whatsoever okay. i just i just one day stopped drinking yeah. for no reason and I don't crave alcohol at all.
0: Why did they tell you you're an alcoholic then? That's
1: what I said to her. I said, I'm not an alcoholic. I said, I can have a beer or or a few beers. And I've got no... And she goes, well, you're dependent on blah, 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 blah. And you're (laughs) self-medicating and all this other nonsense. But yeah. Okay. uh, Anyway, um, and then I'll answer the question too. Did I, over the uh, COVID thing, I uh, actually went up a pant size and a shirt size during that. (laughs) Sure. Sure. I have not gone back down. I used to wear thirty eights, and those thirty eights would not go on anymore. So I bought. Did they one... stop
0: when you get to the thighs? <laughs> no, that's I.
1: When couldn't... You know you're
0: really in trouble.
1: No, I couldn't button them. <laughs> okay. I could get them. on, oh, okay. But I, I, couldn't get them buttoned. Yeah. Uh, so I bought a pair of forties, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. So I went back and I bought a bunch of forties. Yeah,
0: that's the slippery slope, <laughs> it, isn't it?
1: And then these work shirts. I, there was a time, I don't know, ten years ago, where I was this size. And uh, when I lost weight, I just kind of stored mm-hmm. the, ex- the double XLs, and I was just wearing XLs. Yeah. Yeah. but now the XLs have been put <laughs> away and I'm back in the double XLs. <laughs>
2: Isn't it That's the worst feeling? Uh, t-shirts, I always wore an XL. And within the last year and a half, XL still fits, but you know, you can see a
1: little roll there, so I started getting, you know what X. I discovered right before the state fair. What? triple XL t-shirts oh yikes oh my God <laughs> they're so comfy oh, I know it's awful Don no, my double not. X they hate you. are you happy though no okay. I know. I, I hate myself okay. are you kidding me am yeah. I happy I mean
0: the skinniest <laughs> I, I was I was like a hundred pounds for about four years and I was a size zero to two
1: so oh, I was
0: extremely unhappy but everybody yeah. complimented me yeah. right and I got more jobs um in the modeling industry i had an agent and so that was you wanted people to you when you walked in a room and you were competing with other girls standing in a hallway knowing that you're going to go to you know compete or just try out for something you scan the room to make sure you're the skinniest that's what that it's a very very yucky industry and even as an actor because i was doing both yeah the skinniest girl wins that's the. See, I don't think it's at, that way anymore. But back in the year 2000, that was going on.
1: At GL, we always scan the room for each other to see who's the fattest. <laughs> uh, and right now, I'm I'm winning that battle. Uh, and Reavers always complains about his weight, but he's like six five. I mean, yeah. come on, you know. Yeah, it's just tall. All,
0: yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm uh, glad we've anyway. had this therapy session today. <laughs> yeah. This has been great. I feel much better. Yeah. By the way, I don't do that anymore. I'm not. Uh, but daily I do. I do evaluate. It's always inside my head.
1: Yeah. So, do you have do you have good eating habits? Do you eat before work in the morning?
0: No, no. I <laughs> fast between my dinner and when I get home. Um, John,
1: are you three a day? Uh,
2: Two usually. Two two meals. I eat something in the morning before we do the show,
1: and uh, then I'll eat something either late in the afternoon or very early in the evening. I think my biggest problem is I eat right before I go to you know eat, fall asleep in the chair, yeah. get up forty five minutes later, go to bed sanitary lifestyle after, yeah. you, know, you know, that's yeah. the biggest problem. Anyway, okay, this is getting boring to me. Uh, John, uh, uh, what else? No, it's Don's Stern. What do you got, Don?
0: Oh, let's see. Do you want to know about uh, uh an incident where porn ended up on a local weather report?
1: Oh, uh, of course I do. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. Right. right. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay, this happened in Spokane, Washington. Uh, there was a, ra- uh, a TV station, and they're just doing their normal weather report, And an explicit clip aired for around 13 seconds, and um, it it appeared to show a woman's backside. So um, they didn't react to it, the anchor and the co-anchor, because they weren't seeing it. And then Mm -hmm. it cut to more weather footage. But then, of course, they got all of these reports in, and then the station had to apologize um and an in uh, they said an inappropriate video aired in the first part of the show we are diligently working to make sure something like this doesn't happen again now i uh, what my question is is when these things happen because this isn't the first time this has happened no yeah no. how does it happen is it because the guy who is in the control room was looking at porn on one of the computers and didn't close out the window or are they being hacked
1: ross I think in your case you were actually you were you were actually looking at it right and when the director went to you, you hit the wrong button and there was your own personal film up on <laughs> What an introduction into the show, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ross, for being our amazing producer. <laughs> Thank you yeah. very no, I, much for I, that. I I think that's how it happens. I, I, I think yeah. you're right. It's I think, within the building. Right. So and there so, are only a
0: few people to point the finger at, and right. so to yeah. speak. Right. And um, it has to be people in the overnight or something. I always blame those people.
1: <laughs> well, don't they take those live? They they take those shots live. So the uh, the director has to say, say take video one yeah. or whatever, Gosh,
2: right? I
0: don't know. Or
2: or punch it up the director because he's got a screen with you know six different screens in front of him. If yeah. he looked up, wouldn't he see? hmm woman's backside let's not
1: hit that one
0: yeah I don't know it's just got to be a horrible mistake I mean uh, you won't have that bad, bad, bad worrying, problem at HBI
1: because uh, we have that filter right
0: what you the can't porn go to filter? any.
1: yeah you can't go to any naughty sites within the building
0: there kind of no idea I've huh. never tried but I know one time <laughs> we yeah, were Kenny um, knows. we were <laughs> Kenny <laughs> okay, he's tested yeah. it. Um, yeah. One time, we were just in the prep room over at my talk, and one of the IT guys came into the room, and Bradley was on the computer. We're all in there, and he goes, "Whatever you're looking at, you have to shut the computer down right now." It's wow. spam. It's like a malware thing that's trying to attack the whole system. Oh. Shut it down, and we're like, oh. "What?" And he was like oh. i was just researching something for the show it was yeah. like some something um like i don't know something about ryan philippi or uh, probably somebody else but yeah oh,
1: i'm surprised that happened to bradley because uh donnie love was well known uh he killed a computer a week didn't he donnie I, I, yeah doing no, what with malware Oh yeah! Just going to questionable sites that Mm -hmm. you know aren't legit, and they'd load load the place up with viruses.
0: Oh, bless him! Yeah. Oh. Uh,
1: That was out of Washington, right? Because Uh I have a story from Washington, Washington State. The Liquor and Cannabis Board of Washington Washington State is allowing for joints for jabs, a promotion to support vaccination. (laughs) Now, our own Governor Walls has been giving out money, and he's promised to give out more money. But uh, And this is a press release I'm reading here. In an effort to support COVID-19 vaccinations, the Liquor and Cannabis Board today announced that it would provide temporary allowance to state-licensed cannabis retailers to provide one joint to adult consumers who receive a vaccination at an in-store vaccination clinic. Your wow. <laughs> I
0: know. I mean, I, I, first of all, what is this about getting money? I didn't get any money for getting vaccinated. No, no, no I
1: know. I know, right. What, well, what? it started it started at the state fair or no, it was in place before the state fair, but there was a big promotion. I want during my money. I, know, I
0: know. And I'd like my tax return, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, and awesome. I you haven't don't gotten have yet. your tax return yet. Not from the IRS or Minnesota wow. state, and I'm really Holy really getting moly. ticked off because you can't get a hold of them as kenny knows you have to take a day off of work yeah, and call at yeah. 6 a.m i did that once and i waited four hours with the irs i got through and got uh hung up on
1: <laughs> so did i don he goes hello and i said hello and this was after an hour uh hello he goes uh, hello hello i said i'm here i'm here hello Click. Click.
0: <laughs> i was i can't even believe it i'm so mad Anyway, oh, well should, not to. Oh
1: God! You should be I just, on I GL. Want my money. Listen, listen to her, John. Uh-huh. She, she should be I on think GL.
0: They, why aren't they paying me interest for keeping my money that long? Mm. Oh my God, this is coming. They from, really need to. I'm <laughs> yeah. serious. This is ridiculous.
1: My son just received his within the last few weeks.
0: You know why I think it's happened? Well, I know it's because COVID and slowdowns and everything like that, but I actually did something good. I donated my car to, um, my gosh, what is it called? Newgate? Um, Newgate Schools so that they can teach young mechanics how to work on cars. And then they fix those cars and give them to single mothers. So I donated my car. I had to mail in a paper um, return. They can't. You can't do that online. They won't let you just scan something. You have to have the paper receipt. And this is why everything is slowed down because the paper uh, tax forms that were mailed in—they're last, and they're not. Right. They're not doing it until yeah. the. End. I don't know what's going on, but I am a livid.
1: Yeah. It's because
0: so, I filed sorry. it in in February.
2: Yeah. Well, my, my kid filed in February, got his money back, and then he got a notice about four months ago saying, uh, because of a revamp thing, we still owe you $818. We'll, Is this you know, something we'll, to
0: tell me right now? John. He said,
2: <laughs> we'll get this out in three to four weeks. Okay. Uh-huh. He, still, he still hasn't gotten it. Okay. That, was, well. that was four months ago. Oh, so every day okay. he
1: checks the mail
2: saying, I wonder if my money's ever coming. Okay. So I had
1: to it's file everybody. in. I had to file an extension because I figured I was going to owe the uh, IRS a lot of money. And we just sent it in, I don't know, what was the deadline? Like September 15th or something like that last month. And as it turns out, um, I owed Minnesota two, $300, no big deal. Uh, but the, the feds owe me about a grand and our tax preparer said uh, number 1 don't get a check sent to you that'll take forever if it ever arrives no. always yeah. have them deliver it right to your uh, bank account yeah. but here's the uh, here's the deal i owe the feds about a billion dollars and i'm on <laughs> yeah. a payment plan yeah. where i where i send I, I send in a check to them once a month you know yeah. to, to keep sure. me out of jail
0: yeah. oh my god
1: and so now the big debate around my house is do you think they're going to keep that $1,000 or do you think they're going to send it out a... yeah, yeah
0: they're going to take it out of the, your balance Well that'd be
1: that'd be fine with me but I, my question is are they competent enough to figure that out <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. Uh, My answer is no. But here's another thing that makes me mad. This has reminded me of something involved in this. So I closed out a checking account, uh, or I was going to, and switched to another bank, which I did. But then I realized, wait a minute.
1: What if they do a
0: direct deposit into my old account and I've shut it down? I have to keep this damn... (laughs) that charges me, like, $15 a month just to keep open. I want money back for that as well. (laughs) I'm, oh, my dad used to work for the IRS. So that's why I, he was an accountant, and he would just during tax season go up to Kansas City and work for them. But, um, so he taught me exactly what to do and he is not with us anymore and i just from the grave i want my dad to go haunt them (laughs) whoever's sitting at his old desk and go give my daughter her money
1: I thought the three of us promised that we weren't going to do a GL-style show. I know that, that was a, a whole segment of <laughs> GL right there. I didn't know right it was there. a GL type of show. <laughs> I can't figure you guys out. So The three of us are ranting and raving right now <laughs> oh my like gosh. we're GL. Uh, So GL. Oh. Oh, hey, seriously, of <laughs> though,
0: if anybody knows a secret way for me to get in, even uh, the state of Minnesota, they actually mailed me a check, I think, because I get that informed delivery digest thing from the post office. The postman was new, and he said, it back because my name wasn't in the mailbox so i <laughs> yeah. so it's there yep. somewhere yep. if anybody just tweet me uh dawn it dark on twitter tell me what to do and I it can't like involve guns that.
1: <laughs> right, no, no, nothing illegal. No, no. come on, no. Just don't, tell me don't, what, yeah. please. Don't be outrageous. I, I want to personally thank Mr. Wheeler Morris, uh, who used to be an employee here in Minneapolis and now works out in Seattle for sending me this Joints for jab story. Oh, good. Uh, story. I had no idea this was going to light a fire <laughs> under you, McLean. This is so
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> Who even cares about Joints for Jabs? Yeah, I just want
0: my money. Oh, boy. Uh,
1: illegal sprinkles, John? What the hell are you
2: illegal talking about? Illegal sprinkles?
0: Well, what, see, what's me, that
2: mean? Let me fast forward here.
0: Oh, yeah. A, see, I um, thought this was weed sprinkles. I know yeah, when I so first I. read it, that's what yeah. I thought it was going to end yeah. up.
2: A British bakery has been forced to pull its top-selling cookies from the market after regulators informed the owner the sprinkles are illegal. The U.S.-made sprinkles contain a coloring that's legal for some uses, but not for sprinkling. Rich Myers is the owner of the Get Baked Bakery See, in that's Leeds. why I thought it was weed <laughs> yeah. sprinkles. yeah. <laughs> He disclosed the recent setback on Facebook, where his updates on what he calls Sprinklegate <laughs> have, been, have been defined by frank talk and the occasional heartfelt profanity. He says the decision is a huge deal for his business and is also very bleeping annoying. The baker refuses to use lesser sprinkles. Customers customers often ask for raspberry glazed donut cookies or Birthday Bruce, which is a towering slab of twelve-layer chocolate cake, and both of them prominently it's feature. Bigger moment for the, me. The law <laughs> sprinkles.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. And they're American sprinkles, right? He said that they yeah, come from America. That's I think correct. I read that. And that they're better.
2: then yes, they're better, but they contain something a uh, coloring called erythrocyne And uh, that's not good because apparently that can cause issues for kids linked to hyperactivity in children. In the <sighs> US it's labeled as F D and C red number three. Uh, and it's restricted uh, some uses are because showing that in high doses the additive was found to cause cancer in lab tests on animals it is currently allowed in foods in the u.s but the center for science and the public interest has urged the fda to revoke that approval
1: it's so funny um that you brought this up because um and when you started it it i didn't realize it was going to remind me of this but there was a story trending this morning on Twitter about uh, from the San Francisco Chronicle about a meat shop um, in California uh, that had to go out of business uh, called Belcampo. Yeah, Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. Once the star of the sustainable meat world, now the company is closing all its restaurants after being engulfed in a labeling scandal. And I'm not gonna read you the story, but basically what happened was they were claiming that the meat that they were serving was uh, grass-fed beef, et cetera, et cetera, and no um, chemicals and all of this. They
0: were feeding them sprinkles.
1: When in fact, right, they were <laughs> feeding them upcast. sprinkles. <laughs> this place is so successful and so busy that they couldn't source this kind oh. of meat fast enough to where they were actually feeding corn-fed beef. And remember at the State Fair, John, I asked that uh, innocent question about corn-fed beef Mm-hmm. um compared to a uh, grass-fed beef and it was an innocent question and the guy goes basically he said well oh, don't open up that can of worms <laughs> really? this is a i guess among farmers and meat aficionados this is a big deal where the the corn fed uh, beef crowd uh, says that the grass-fed beef is tough and chewy and doesn't have good taste, oh. and, and the corn-fed uh, cattle, you know, they're fat and juicy and plump and wonderful. <laughs> yeah, the BBW meat, you know, awesome. <laughs> <meat. laughs>
0: I wonder what we fed our cows. Those were delicious. I well, mean, we he, just had you, hay, and you know.
1: Did you cut up silage? Did you have silage or feed or anything else?
0: I don't remember. I mean, we didn't have like a silo or anything, no. So yeah. I mean, just because we would have like twenty at a time, it was just for us to right. get some calves. You know, it was a little business, it was just to make yeah. a little bit of money. Uh, so no, I just I don't remember that. I do remember that my job was uh, to um, our cows. One year got pink eye. One of oh. our cows disappeared for three days, one of our oh. black cows. And out
1: on a hoot. Then
0: we, no, <laughs> then we saw tracks going up to our gate. Then mysteriously, a black cow came, that cow came back, but it wasn't. Somebody switched out one of our cows wow. with a pink eye cow, and then it affected what? our herd so my job was to hide behind the hay bales and i had this squirt gun full of pink eye medicine (laughs) and i man that thing squirts far and i would i was really good at it and i would get it right in the eye because we didn't have a head gate so you can't really you know a head you People probably know what a headgate is if they're listening to this show. Um, yeah. And so I had to, like, you know, really aim and get it right in their eyes. And it was purple dyed, and it would, like, go down their eyes oh and my their God. face. Um, but I don't know why I just got on that tangent. John, I mean, you
1: know a, what a headgate is,
2: right? I have, I have no idea. And I was just thinking to myself of Patrick Royce's voice going, that is some real Please, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it's just they put their. It's a just kind of a gate thing that they put their head through, and then you lock it closed so they can't back out. So you out can oh, give no. them shots yes. and everything yep. like that. Sure. Yeah. It's like yeah. think of like yeah. a
0: bullpen at a rodeo, mm-hmm. kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. where they yeah. can
1: stick their head out. I, yeah, we, I do know. Yep. I I still have some stanchions left in my barn, and there's a couple of head gates still. I uh,
2: when I was uh, much younger, of course, I I did not grow up on a farm or near a farm, even though I grew up in North Dakota. Uh, but you talked. about about having cows and how good your meat was, mm-hmm. I I dated a gal in Stillwater when I was about twenty, and they had cows, mm-hmm. and they butchered one, and we yeah. had steaks. Oh yeah. my God, the world of difference between yeah. yeah buying one at a store or whatever and yeah. eating
0: Isn't that
1: was—it's remarkable. Incredible. I mean,
0: just butchering yeah. one would feed our family all year. You know, yeah. right. it was just yeah. three girls and yeah. my mom and dad, Both. so. It was a yeah, whole and, new and, world for me at that point.
1: And, and, and uh, a lot of the rural folks will get together, like two or three families will get together and buy, you know, buy. A side. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know. Oh, boy. Yeah. Rural, rural life.
0: Country time. Uh, <laughs> talk the IRS. That's the title of this podcast. You got
1: uh, one more, Don? Yes. Split?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know Tinder, right? Sure. No. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, look at him like he doesn't know what Tinder is. So Tinder is a dating app where you swipe left or right. Into it's kind of like a hookup app. That's the way I see it. Um, so now they've added a feature that can help you find a wedding date. So the new feature is called plus one. And it just helps you find a date for a one off event like a wedding. Or if you don't have a wedding to go to, you can sign up and put yourself out there as a potential wedding date. My question is, why would you want to take a fake date to a wedding? That's the best oh. place to find someone if you're single. Oh, don't okay. bring some random person. What, you're so embarrassed that you don't have a date? Come on. Yeah. Was that too uh, angry?
1: No, that that's <laughs> fitting. Uh, you're, you're warming me up for GL. <laughs> um.
0: But, you know, that's wherever you can, you know, if you want to just get a little action on the side or just, you know, Find somebody to hook up with for the night. Weddings are great. No one's paying attention to anybody but the bride and groom. You can sneak off somewhere or whatever.
1: So what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I've never done my my that. Stu- I'm, I'm not never, telling my story. I've never done that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you, you, you tell your story. <laughs> no. I'm not telling my story. I don't. I
0: really don't. I just, it wasn't, yeah. Um. You know, some people have bands that play, you know, at weddings. I'll just yeah. leave it at that.
1: Oh, musician okay yep. all right <laughs> john were you uh you actually used to play weddings did you I, not john i did used to play yeah, a you, lot of you, weddings
2: you yeah,
0: got
1: anything so. to say
0: uh no, I d- yourself i, d-
1: I don't know
2: I, <laughs> no, I don't i'm sorry
0: one of those subjects. <laughs> you know because the band plays first and then you put on music so uh, yeah uh, i wasn't I'm there just... to catch the bouquet let's just say that <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, oh. Anyway. I don't. Uh, I I don't have. I'm not gonna know. You're not no. gonna tell your story after <laughs> no, I just revealed that. No, I don't. Um, I shouldn't have done what I did. Let's let's just leave it at that. I was single
0: at the time, and in my twenties. Uh, there you
1: go. Yeah, that's all you need to say. Yeah. Aim Construction I want you to get on the list right now. They can do any kind of construction job that needs doing from your home to your office and I'm talking everything siding uh, outside decking sure roofing absolutely inside restorations uh... they'll help with your design consultation you to turn that skanky gross wet disgusting basement into something cool Aim High Construction is your company, a full-service construction company. Uh, Absolutely obsessed with quality craftsmanship and very honest service. They're based here in Minnesota and Wisconsin. And, yeah, I used them at my place in Minneapolis. Uh, uh, They guarantee their work and their products, and I do too because they were fantastic. Uh, But here's the deal. Like all of the clients on GL, and and they've been on GL for a while, as soon as they got on GL, their uh, calendar filled right up. So they're booking jobs for months down the road, Um, but I can tell you as a former customer, absolutely worth it. So if you find yourself needing construction work, maybe done this winter, next spring, whatever, uh, give Aim High Construction uh, a call. They're a great option. That website, again, uh, you'll get a hold of Chris. He's the owner. He's the man, Uh, and that website is aimhighconstructionmn.com. Do we have at least one more we can go out on here? One more. I can I can give you one if you want one. Give me one, uh, John.
2: So I I'm old and about half retired and I've found this very important <laughs> in the last year or so. Napping can be very helpful to make you feel refreshed and recharged according to a new team study. The new study says a quick power nap really does help the body and mind. Now, they say napping 90 minutes. I, I can't do that. Mine are more like 40. The team finds that sleep can enhance your ability to learn challenging motor tasks since it helps the brain to process and focus on the new skill. After a short sleep, study participants were able to perform more quickly and more efficiently uh, than if they did not have the extra rest. And by napping, for me, I don't mean I crawl into bed. I, I have an easy chair. I just pull back, the dog sits so, on my lap, and I go to sleep. What's your schedule? When do you get up in the morning? I get up at 7.30, roughly, give or you, take.
1: And you still a late-nighter? You still uh, have at one, yeah, 1 in the morning? Usually midnight or
0: 1. I usually make it to bed. Dawn, do you nap every day? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Okay,
1: talk to me about the schedule then. You're up at 4 a.m., right? So
0: I go to sleep, my first sleep, at about 10.30. I take some medicine to make me go to sleep to shut my brain off. And then I am lying there next to my boyfriend who's playing a video game. Then when he's (laughs) done playing, he wakes me up. And in my trazodone stupor, I walk with him to the bed and say weird stuff. (laughs) And then I go to sleep at like 1245 or whatever. But I don't really remember being awake. And then I get get up at four. So my naps are like two and a half, three hours in the afternoon. It's like a second day for me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Is that I understand exactly what you're saying. Is that weird for you? Or is is it a comfortable way to live your life at this point?
0: Yeah, it's a comfortable way. Yeah.
1: I, when I was working a split shift, I would have to be there. I think we went on at like, I don't know, 5.30, 6 a.m., whatever. So I'd get up at 4, get in there, do my job, and I would drink um, two or three of these coffee, coffee cup mas, things. wow. I'd stop drinking coffee at 9 a.m. By 10, 10.30, the crash would be on, Yeah, the caffeine yeah. crash. And the caffeine crash, uh, I learned to play it because... Uh, you'll go right to sleep as soon as that caffeine we- wears off. Mm-hmm. And I would sometimes sleep until, you know, a couple of hours, two oh, and a yeah, half I hours. I do that every day. And, and I would crawl into bed. I would do it in bed. And mm-hmm. like you say, mm-hmm. I, I would have a brand new day at 2 o'clock. My alarm would go off, and I'd have to be back at work at 3 and then work, you know, 3 to 6.
0: Yeah, because yeah. I, I do I, work after my nap. When I get up, I'm planning... The show for the next day and doing my producing job, you know.
1: So now I'm still getting up at four a.m. Um, and I pretty much work straight through until two p.m. and I don't take a nap at all. But by seven thirty, oh, oh. seven thirty, I am done. I am. You, you go to sleep at that time? Seven thirty, eight o'clock. I was in bed by eight last night. Wow. Oh, S- some nights, some it. nights it's way no. earlier. You guys,
2: I know you guys have all you're working mornings now, actually. But oh, I had three years as a morning producer, could never get used to going to bed, never went to bed till 11 or midnight. That's right, even though though I got up at three, yeah, never could get used to it. Tried, couldn't do it, couldn't go to sleep. I have to
0: have drugs to do it, and then I, I you know, and then I probably shouldn't be up that late, even. But I feel like I'm missing out on life that I'm just working (laughs) if I go to bed at 7.30, because I'll watch a show for the entertainment station that i'm on my talk and yeah. then i'll plan the show yeah. you know i put stuff in the grid and do all the other pre-production things at night and then it would just be like going to bed after my work day you know i just yeah. be yeah. i don't know i just it's it's the best job ever and I really love it. I love it. I've loved it for 21 years.
1: You know who doesn't feel sorry for us right now is uh, moms and dads of new <laughs> yep. kids. Yeah. Uh, because that first, I don't know, three, four, five years, and our buddy Alexis Thompson is going through it right now oh, where there's the kids some warnings. Yeah, there's some mornings where she has been up all night long. In the beginning, it was
0: so bad for her. Oh, my gosh, that kid would not go to sleep.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, boy. So
1: new new moms and dads, we know, um, to, don't don't uh, take anything you yeah. just said to heart. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, Ross, I think we're done. Hit the button. Let's get out of here. What do I have, about 10 seconds here? Yeah. <laughs> I would like to thank you for listening to today's version of news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here's Amy.
0: Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.